Hey guys, awesome episode today. We have a long distance breakup and a cheating scandal not to be believed. Check it out, enjoy, share with friends. the J Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from Harlem, New York City. We're here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. I guess I'll say it one more time. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Get in here. The J Feather Studios is on fire. We brought in a DJ, DJ Gary. He usually plays the piano, but today he's on those turntables, the ones and twos. Taking up a lot of space. A lot of space. But listen, I am pumped. It's good to be home. The audience here on fire per usual. And we're here. That's right. Tuesday. Friday. Your emails. Your stories. Your questions. Every single week we hit those emails. You send them in. Podcast at gmail.com. Boom, boom, dong. This is me. I'd be up in the club. I only do that thing where I dance with my hands and no legs. Me too. That's us. No legs. Shelby and I, legless. A lot of arm work when we dance. A lot of hand stuff. It's coming at you, 3D style. Just swinging them everywhere. That's right. Shelby's all whacked out on LSD. You know how he does. I'm sitting there, vodka soda in the hand, beach by noon on the mind. It's a vibe. Thinking it's a about movement. The next, I'm here. It's 2 a.m. Yeah. It might be 2 a.m. for all of you, but it's 11.30 a.m. in my head. Right. The wave's crashing. My ball's out. Getting feathered by you, the listener. That's right. This podcast grows every week, and it is podcast season. Summertime. That's when we grow. Every year, we inch up a little bit. So you got to keep spreading the word. A coworker, a friend, a mama, a papa, a brother, a sister, anyone with a single ear. Yeah. We'll we'll give it up for the left ear community. The AirPods. The Raycons, yes. all of them. They, oh. You can put them in one. Yeah, 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 that's right. So listen, keep telling a friend. Make it your Instagram story. We got some great guests coming up. And today, it ain't no different. A newcomer. Very excited to have her here. She has a fantastic blog called The Stripe. A fantastic podcast called Bad on Paper that comes out every Wednesday. Grace Atwood, thank you for coming. Oh my gosh, I'm so delighted to be here. It is such a pleasure to have you. A fellow Massachusetter. Yes, yes. A fellow Mass Hall, a fellow New Englander. Brought your Duncan. 
Very excited. The studio audience is pumped to have you. Gary on the ones and twos playing in. So awesome. That's a rowdy crowd. It's a rowdy. Great alert. We're, we're pumped to have you. I love, what I love about this podcast is, uh, is the range of perspective, and I think you're going to bring a great one today. I hope so. Of course you are. So all of you need to go follow Grace at Grace Atwood on Instagram. Her podcast, I was a guest on. And the best way to like, I think your podcast is great, bad on paper. If you could give like the one minute ad for your podcast, how would you explain it to the listener if they wanted to add it to their queue? I would say it's a lifestyle podcast for women of all ages. Mm -hmm. And um, we bring on like two guests a month and we have a monthly book club. Awesome. And that's what I love. The podcast game since I started used to be, you know, six fat dudes talking about how they couldn't get laid. Now it's just one chubby dude bringing on guests talking about how other people can't get laid. So we've really come a long way. But I'm saying there's a, like a big, you know, now there's murder mystery, there's lifestyle, there's a book club. Like I love that the whole genre is being opened up a little bit. Totally. It's been so fun. And you guys, you know, I've been a guest in your podcast and we kind of talked about, you know, if I remember correctly, it's just talking about like kind of working for yourself a lot. Yeah, we talked about working for yourself. We talked a little about dating. We talk about everything. Absolutely. So uh, if you want to go listen to Grace's podcast, it's great. It's called Bad on Paper. It comes out every Wednesday. The best way to find a podcast, I think, is through someone you know. Totally. So right now you're listening to me. But Laughable is a fantastic podcast app. I have to get that. I don't have that. You got to download it. It's the best podcast app because I'm a podcast listener. Like I enjoy the medium. So I understand how people listen to their, you know, you have how you, where do you listen mostly? iTunes. No, but you, what are you doing when you listen? I'm usually um, like cooking or I'm um, just editing photos or working on my blog. It's something on in the background that doesn't really make you feel alone. Yeah. You feel like you're <laughs> hanging out with your friends. Exactly. And yeah. uh, I, I do it cooking. I do it while I'm at the gym. I do it on subways and laughable. If you download the app, it's like, you know, it's basically like a little friend that's like, hey, here's another one you could listen to. Here's a here's a podcast that's like this here. And if you subscribe to me, if you go subscribe to me on Laughable, uh, you can see any podcast I've been a guest on. Oh, cool. So, so will mine be on there even you, if we haven't registered? I'm pretty positive. I'm like 100%, like 99.999. Shelby, if you could look it up, I think I'm on there. But I, I was a guest on yours, so yours is going to pop up in my queue. Oh, cool. And that's like a nice little, like, me holding your I'm your Sherpa into the Bad on Paper podcast. And they can see what you and Becca do on a weekly basis. You're still the only man we've had on. The only man. Yes, we have two coming up in. We're, we're recording with them in September. Awesome. But for, for a year and a half, you're the only man who's That's been right. on Bad on Paper. You can get that dude in your ear to bring you into the lady world of <laughs> Bad on Paper. Um, so that's super exciting. I kind of want to hear, like, there's this, you, you have the stripe. Could you explain the stripe to people? Yeah, so the stripe I started back in January of 2010. Okay, so this is like beginning of blog, the blog time. Yeah, and I always had a real job for like the first five years of doing that. What were you doing? I was working in marketing. So okay. I worked for Cody and beauty, like the beauty industry was a um, brand manager. Then I went to Bobble Bar and I was head of all their social and their influencer stuff. Okay, so you understood kind of how yeah. people read these things and how they follow on to things, right? So... You're doing that, and then you start. And like, I remember 2010 is when I started doing comedy, but I remember like blogs were like, they were huge and also becoming the punchline. Totally. <laughs> I was the butt of 
everyone's jokes for so long. Like, oh my God, she's putting her selfie up there again. Yep. Oh, she's posting another outfit photo. And now like those same people are like, oh, I, I kind of want to start an Instagram. Yeah, like, yeah. You kind of missed the boat. Yeah, but like, you, that's actually the same exact fucking thing I was doing in 2010. Yes. And, it, but and it's, you made fun of it so it, badly. It is interesting because it was like, everyone has a blog and now it's everyone has an Instagram. You know, like it just, and the, and the you know, and, it, and, the, and time keeps on moving forward, you know? Yeah. And it's interesting to me because you we kind of came in contact because I think you started following me and because of Betches and I was like this guy is hilarious thank you then I started following J Train yeah yeah and, and I, I listen to all three of his podcasts every week you guys <laughs> like you. I'm competing it. with Raina for your number one fan <laughs> position I, it's very much appreciated and <laughs> the crowd is touched I I but I I, I you're interesting to me because it's I think it's so f- like interesting the fact that this blog thing was made fun of, but then some people made it through to the other side. And it's like, like I think there's another po- uh, blog that follows me and I kind of, I follow her now, uh, My Style Vita. Oh yeah, Jessica, she's a friend. She, she's in Atlanta. So like these people have kind of like made it through the woodwork and yeah. like the storm of like, because at the first, it's kind of like Instagram. Like first some people are making some money, then the money goes down and then it becomes, well, the people that kind of like stick with it kind of pull through. So what is the blog world like? It, it, it's very different than it was years ago. I still post to mine every day because mm-hmm. I have this like very loyal community that if they come and there's no new post up, like I worry that, that I'll lose that them. They're like, we'll, we'll stop looking at it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sure that that's not the case, but I, um, it's changed a lot because so many people are just using Instagram instead. I feel mm-hmm. like all the money for a while shifted over to Instagram. And because of that, people kind of abandoned their blog or were like, maybe I'll just, but that's good for you. Yeah. Yeah. I've got, I, I've ha- I have a really loyal community. I have also a lot to talk about because I don't just do fashion or books or beauty. Mm-hmm. It's kind of everything. Yeah. So like one week I'll have a, one day I'll have a book list. Another day I'll have a fashion roundup. Another day I'll have like a more personal post. Yeah. And kind of mix it up a little. See, I think that's great. And it's like people are looking like I remember like working in an office job. You're looking for something that like, hey, I need to I want to sit here reading something that interests me. That's a like minded person that can get me through my lunch. Totally. You know, I think I'm just people's I like to think that I'm people's like little like light, easy, like fun part of their day. I'm not trying to be the New York Times. I'm not trying to like be something that's super smart. It's just something fun. And something that they can relate to and uh, have a good time. So I'm very pumped to have you here. Grace Atwood, at Grace Atwood on Instagram. The Stripe, Bad On is the blog. Bad On Paper is the podcast. And she is touring right now, okay? Glenn X Hope. You're in October. You're going on the road. Yeah. San Francisco, Atlanta, D.C., New York, Dallas, and Philly. So if you want to be a part of those shows... What are you guys doing on the at the shows? What do the live shows include? So it's kind of like um a mi- like a mixed up version of our podcast. We okay. bring on a guest to talk about books. Usually it's a, an author. Um, mm-hmm. I don't want to talk about who the authors are yet because we're still working, working on, on it. That. I get it. And then it's um, women that we think are doing really cool things. Sometimes it's influencers. Sometimes they're entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Just um, it's a, it's going to be a really diverse mix depending on the city. See, I would think that you have a great understanding like the, with the blog background. Like it's interesting to me. I, I, I've said interesting 7,000 times, but like we, we look at what's going on in the world and it's like, you know, blog becomes this punchline. Mm-hmm. But you have a, you have experience a daily experience in knowing 
what people like and don't like. Like you're not for better or worse. Yeah, but you're not going to do a blog post that everyone was like, "Well, no one fucking read this." Yeah, you have the numbers. You know what relates to people. Like you know, I tweet probably three thousand times a day. I love tweeting. I know. I follow you. (laughs) Thank you. And then I can understand why that's annoying. But then I put certain tweets on Instagram because I'm like, I know what works there and I know what doesn't. So Instagram is a more curated version of my Twitter. If, and then when it comes to a podcast, I know the subjects that I want to get into because I know what people have like pulled on the string of and what people haven't. So totally w- with you bringing on like influencers and book people and, and stuff that you you've dealt with this before, just in a different setting. Yeah. So that, I mean, that's great. Bad on paper Go check it out. They're going on tour. Uh, I am. On, I, so I just came back. I hate to say it. It was kind of cool. Yeah. Kind of cool. Um, I don't I, know how you do it. You are all over the place, Jared. I, I, listen, this is my life. I breathe this. I live this. I eat it every day for breakfast with skim milk. Um, I, I, uh, I'm going. I just came back. I was in Chicago, Detroit, Cleveland, and Toronto. We did the live you ups. Let me tell all the people who came to those shows. Thank you. Yeah, give it up for them. Get them out of here. Get him out of here. No, we had, well, we'll get into that. We had some fantastic shows. The Live You Up is an event. If you're going to go, come on out. If you're thinking about it, if you're thinking of bringing a friend, bring that friend and drag him by the hair. I had DMs from girls about how their moms loved it. I had DMs from uh, people being like, my boyfriend loved it. The whole group chat loved it. And it's a show that moves. We're there, you know, like hour and a half, in and out. It uh, goes by quick. It, it, it too quick. Like a breeze. By the time you're done laughing, you're like, where am I? You're already at the diner eating food, talking about it. So listen, um, I'm very excited about what we got going on. The show is fantastic. You're going to see, if you weren't in those cities, you're going to start to see clips come out from me because we're going to have some fun uh, clips from those shows come out. Go listen to the Chicago Live show. It's on as a bonus episode for you up. Um, thank you to everyone who came out. Chicago was like a concert, like unreal. Detroit was great, fun. My family came to the Detroit show. If you want to hear about that experience, Coffee with J Train every Sunday on Patreon, patreon.com slash Jared Freed, uh, three bucks a month. I, I do a little bit of ranting. About the- hit up that Patreon. Yeah, I do a little ranting about who can who comes out to those shows and the people that are easy, the people that are difficult. Not gonna say more. Then we went to Cleveland. Fucking energy in Cleveland. Great crowd. Toronto was unbelievable. The women of Toronto. I mean, yeah, wow, Smoke City, and also like they are like. Ag- I was aggressive is the wrong word. They're just like fired up, like like they they were there having a great time. We had we had an incident, not an incident, but a girl came running on stage. Uh, get him out of here! Yeah, we get out of here. Did, you, did here. you invite her on stage? <clears throat> so what kind of happened? And I hope this doesn't overshadow how fun the show was because the show was a fun show. But at the end, we take questions from the audience that you can text in before we start the show. So people are texting in their questions, and we kind of sift through them and find the best ones. And this, we're go- we we read out one of the questions. This girl stands up, and I'll and I'll say, "Hey, who asked this question?" 
So now you're on the spot to talk about it in front of the thousand people there. So I go, and so this girl raises her hand and stands up. I go, oh, is this your question? She goes, no, no, I have a better, I have a funny story. And I'm like, here we go. Oh, no. And, and I'm like, you know, listen, I, I go on stage every night. I understand, you know, you can't sit there and go, fuck off, sit down. <laughs> and I'm kind of like, the show's already at the end. So I'm like, if you think you have such a funny story, I love a funny story. We all love funny. Get on up here. So then she comes on stage and she kind of does the worst thing you can do is she kind of she tries to make herself the victim while already having run up on the stage. Oh, no. So she kind of does the thing where she'll go like I was like, OK, I, and I took the mic and I go, I'm just warning you. This has to be a funny story. How many people were in the audience? 700 people. <laughs> and, and I go, just letting you know, like you are the one that said it's a funny story. You're the one that took over the show. I'm letting you know this has to be fucking good because we're all here for it. And it will be out in the bonus episode. And she takes the mic and she starts telling and she goes, no, 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 I don't want it. To, I'm leaving. And now it's like, no, please, please. It turns into this now thing. Now you have to like, beg for it. Well, now it's like, you've done this. We're already here. Like, don't do that to us. Yeah. And so I was just like, and it goes back and forth a little bit. And then she tells her story. Um, doesn't exactly like, uh, you know, not a lot of laughs. Get him out of here. Yeah, was, Get out of here. Was, Get like, out of here. Yeah. So we had to shoo her off. I, I think she's a nice person. I think she got ahead of herself. Um, I thought it was funny. I, I thought it was like, and then people, you know, demand, don't think Toronto's like that. I'm like, no, we had a great time. So uh, keep going to those shows to get to my shows. Uh, so we're going, I'm going to be in Sacramento this weekend. So if you're listening in the Sacramento area, we need you because uh, it's going to be, as they say in the industry, light. Yeah. We, we need some tickets bought. So if you're in Sacramento, Sacramento, bring your friends. I'm coming Thursday through Saturday. I'm at the punchline. Also, I'm coming back to Chicago. I'm doing stand-up. That's right. Chicago is really where we dance. Okay? Love Chicago the Chicago Chicago is people. the best. The best. Great Everyone people. there is so beautiful and so nice. It's beautiful, fun, smart. It's all there. I'm going to be doing stand-up at Zany's. Uh, I got two shows Friday, two shows Sunday in the Old Town location. Saturday, I got two shows in Rosemont. So if you're in town, bring the crew. Tickets are selling quickly. Uh, let's do some podcasts. You ready? I'm ready. I'm excited. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Before we get started, we're sponsor people. Woo! Love this sponsor. It's fall. That means I think fall is the best time of year to drink. Absolutely. That is drinking season. The weather's Wait, can right. Can I be part of the ad? Please. They Okay, so listen. I am a huge fan of having a drink on a fall, crisp fall day, but really hanging out. And the way you hang out a long time is Brewmate. Brewmate has a line of products, and I'm holding one right now. As you can see, they are lined to keep your drink cold or hot. Okay, so if you're so as the seasons change, your brewmate, the thing in your brewmate's gonna change. I have the wine glass. A Is wi- that, are you drinking wine right now? Yeah, I'm having a glass. I'm I'm getting myself a little loosened up, and. These the wine glass that I have is fantastic for going out on the deck, keeping it cold, keeping a rose crisp, 
also, I you know sometimes I go off the off the you know off the reservation. I'll put a mixed drink in there too, and it is such a pleasure. I love it to have a drink, stay cold, stay nice, and it makes you want to be out more. It makes you want to entertain. If you're going to go to a park, uh, why would you bring plastic cups? We're going to have a warm wine in a plastic cup. No. Brewmate is the answer, and it comes in a variety of designs to choose from that fit all your drinking habits. Rosé season is upon us. Before you drag your girlfriends to the park to get shit-faced, get yourself a wine solator. I have it. It's it's inconspicuous as well. Absolutely. So you can pour the whole wine bottle into one bottle. You bring it out, and you don't have to worry about the wine bottle breaking. And your bag, you drop your bag a little too hard, smashes everywhere, wine everywhere, the day's ruined. Not going to happen with Brewmate. It fits a, the wine solator fits a full bottle of wine. They even throw in a silicone funnel for easy transferring. They make it easy for you to throw your wine solator in a bag and go. That's the biggest thing. Throw it in the bag. Don't worry about it breaking or you know getting loose or whatever. And you won't have to worry about a broken bottles and it will maintain the perfect ice cold temperature for, let me, let me say it right now, 24 hours. Pretty cool. That's impressive. That's pretty damn cool. I'm buying this. You sold me. Even in the hot summer sun. So as the summer ends, the fall begins. This is, this is, fall gets, doesn't get the credit it deserves. I love it. It's my fave. The best, right? Summer sucks. This is a fall podcast. That's right. This is, we're the, we're the fathers of fall. Apple picking by noon. Apple picking by noon. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> right. So don't That's a settle. Long hashtag. Don't settle for warm alcohol. Chill out with your favorite drinks all day long with Brewmate. Visit brewmate.com slash J Train to get 15% off your first order. That's a real deal. That's 15% off your first order when you go to brewmate.com slash J Train. That's B R U M A T E dot com slash J Train. You ready to some emails? Yes. Let's do it. We got Grace Atwood here. Grace Atwood at Grace Atwood. The Stripe Bad on Papers, the podcast. Let's get into this. I love this email. My soulmate, help. Uh-oh. Grace, what's your dating situation? Um, I am right now single, dipping my foot back into the dating world. I've been all over the place this summer, so sure. I haven't been as good. And I'm kind of of the mind that if you're not excited about dating, you shouldn't just like make yourself do it. Of course. It's, it's not, this isn't getting to the gym. Yeah, exactly. It to, should be fun. It should be fun. I agree yeah. with you. Uh, what do you mean by dipping your foot in? Like, I, I like that. I, do like, I like that thought, but I, I think some people like it's all different for everybody. Um, just like actually going on some dates. I haven't been on very many dates all summer okay so well summertime too with all the traveling there's just so many reasons to excuse yourself from meeting someone new totally and like i was just like well maybe i'll just meet someone in the wild versus on the apps and And give it a shot yeah so i'm on hinge Mm -hmm. been going on some good dates one thing i did so i'm 37 yeah i've realized i enjoy going out with younger men a bit more how so um i think they're like better conversations Mm -hmm. um just like a little more interesting. A lot of the older guys I meet either are looking for like a one night stand yeah. or to like get married ASAP and start having children. There's and no I kind of want something in between. They, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I would, I would think for like the older guy and you know, if you're going out with like, let's say you're going out with a 40 year old guy yeah, and he's with someone who's 37, he's going, he's either ahead of himself yeah. In both ways. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, oh, she's ready, so I'm ready. Like, yeah. he's made the decision for you. 
Yeah, and I'm not quite there yet. So <laughs> that's okay. Let, yeah. So let's let's do it. My soulmate help, dear J Train and esteemed guest, Feather Feather. I met this really cool hot guy down the shore last Memorial Day weekend, 2018. Okay, I got this email two days ago. It's 2019. FYI, everyone listening. Yeah, so it's like so, 15 months later. Okay, he lived in a different city, so we stayed in touch over DM and some flirty texts. I invited him to New York City to be a plus one at the end of the summer, and he blew me off. Two days after the wedding, he asked if he could go. He could see me when he was NYC later that month. I said no. Fast forward to this month, so 15 months later. I, he texted me saying he's moving to NYC, and we matched on an app. How do I play this? I liked him, but I want to see if he's for real and not a fuckboy if we do hang out. And if it matters, no, we didn't have sex last summer. Only made out best an avid J training you up fan. What do you think? I think this has potential. Yeah. I think this was so long ago. And if they're long distance, like, and they just randomly met, she was probably just in the fling category. Mm, yeah. Whereas now, like, they're going to be in the same city. There's actually potential. The, the built-in excuse is gone, which is yeah. what you kind of want. How you, old did you say? How old they are? I don't have the ages here, but let's say they're in their mid twenties. You know, whatever. She wants a serious guy. She's even saying this. She sees he has serious potential. Some things I'm going to point out. One, I don't. The beginning of this, she references we met in 2018. You can't let someone in while holding something against them. Yes. At the same time, you either give them the chance. Or you don't give him the fucking chance. I completely agree. I also don't love that she's already. I mean, I know she's probably just being funny, but yeah. calling him her soulmate—that's putting so much pressure on it. So much pressure. But you can't go in the, like, just go in thinking you're going to reconnect with someone. And I'm sure you're right. She is somewhat joking, but at the same time, it's like even to call it "met my soulmate" means that you see the. So, this happens with women a lot. Is they're going to put you in this category where it's like. Well, that's the boyfriend type. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, well, you now can't that do I, that. And then she's like, well, let me, how do I figure out if he's a fuck boy? It's like, okay, just know every guy you meet wants to fuck. Yeah. Every guy you meet, if he's put, giving you the time of day, there's something in his mind that has a thought that you can't even imagine. He is thinking that in his head, uh, you know, and you're thinking, well, Jared, you're gross. Okay, fine. It's just me. It's just me. Every girl that I've had like some sort of talking with flirting relationship, I'm thinking, oh, well, this will be my what? No, 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 no. We're thinking disgusting thoughts. Okay. And so what, but to go back to the beginning of her email, she met him a year and months ago, whatever it is, stayed in touch over flirting text. I invited him to NYC to be a plus one at the end of the summer and he blew me off. Okay, I don't blame him for not doing that. Yeah, where was him. where was he where was he living though? How far away were they? I it also want to know. At that point, I have know, so many more questions. Of course, two days after the wedding, he asked if he could see me when he was in NYC later in the month. That means he was trying to be casual with you mm -hmm. and and be and kind of hang when he was in the city and not hang when he's out of the city. Going to the wedding was him. Him not going to the wedding was actually the proper thing to do if you think about it. Totally. If he had gone to the wedding after you didn't have sex, what would be worse? You guys made out at the beach, then he comes to the wedding, has sex with you, then fucking drops you, or makes out with you, says, I think the wedding's too much, and then says, I, you know, and then is physically acting as honest as he can, being like, hey, let's hang out and be casual. To me, he did the right thing. I don't think he did anything wrong. So now, fast forward, and now he's in the NYC, we match on an app. Here's what I'll say to her. 
When you move to New York City, you're not moving here to get in a relationship. No, you're you're building a career usually. Career career first. Yeah, absolutely. Also, when you have some time, you're going to throw the dick around. Mm-hmm. And he's already on an app in Sorry, your throwing city, the dick around is just so funny. Just throwing <laughs> cock all over the place. Hey, let's play catch. <laughs> yours, yours, 10-year-old boy, and he wants to play catch. That's the thing, though. He's not... People move to New York City, and it's like walking into a perfume shop. It's so many smells. No one's like, I want to move to New York. It's time to settle down. Time to settle down. <laughs> so here's what you have to do. And, and he's already on New York City. He's already switched his location to New York City and is matching with you. So he's getting a ready. He's literally putting a grocery list of vagina together to fuck when he gets to the city. And you're on the list, okay? So you do have this background. I would say to you, give it, let it breathe. Make him take you out. Don't, you know, I would I would say, is he going to be a fuck boy? Yeah. They all are when they move to New York City. And he just got there or isn't even he there yet. He just got here. So I would play... I would stick to your standard. If you're sitting here going, well, he's nice and we have this background. Okay, he's nice in the background, but you're only going out on dates. You're not sleeping over. You're not meeting up at 1130. Go out with other people. And if you want, and listen, if you're saying, well, maybe I do kind of want to be casual with him. Oh, that's fine too. But be be as honest as he was with his actions because he was honest with you. And now it's time. Now he's going to be as honest as he was before. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Grace Atwood, at Grace Atwood on Instagram. Go follow. Go support. Go get involved. Never trust a girl at Coachella. Uh-oh. Have you ever been to these festivals? It's like my worst nightmare, being hot yeah. in the desert with very little water and drugs. Like, it's just <laughs> not my thing. I want to, like... Yeah, I want a bed. Yeah, air, a air bed, conditioning. like air conditioning, My, cold wine. <laughs> yeah, cold wine. Get your brewmate. My boyfriend of two years um, and I broke up this past spring. We had we had a fun, healthy relationship, but he suddenly told me out of the blue that he had decided to move across the country for work. I was hit with the ultimatum to either eventually move to his new city or end the relationship since I was invested in my career, family, friends here in San Francisco and not in a stable place financially to make the move. We ended things amicably and agreed that a long-distance relationship with no long-term plan was not a good idea. About a month later, he came back to California to go to a music festival with our mutual friends. We had been texting here and there since our breakup, but it was around the time that all communication from him mysteriously ended. Yeah. I met I, <laughs> A few weeks after that, I went out with some friends at a bar. We frequent on Friday nights. When I get to the bar, to my surprise, the first person I see is my ex with his new girlfriend who literally lives down the street from me in San Francisco. Oh, I don't like this. We'd only been broken up for about six weeks, and he is now in a full-blown, committed, long-distance relationship. Seriously, man, girl. you and me, we're fucking done. What the yeah. fuck? Uh, he had allegedly met at the mu- music festival. He's back in town now at least two times per month to see her, and they go on at le- all these fun vacations together that blow up my social media feeds. Oh, I'm laughing because it's so... 
gruesome. Like this. Get him out of here. Yeah, get him out of here. Get out of here. It's been incredibly difficult for me to get over this breakup. I'm sorry to laugh, but and I'm still in the thick of uh, the healing process. I can I can't even imagine being in a new relationship at this point myself. I'm confused how he ended a two year relationship because I didn't move in with him. But he's more than willing to make long distance work with his new girl. He's known for two seconds. My question is, can guys really get over breakups as fast? Was he actually not down for long distance relationship or just down? Not down for a long-distance relationship with me. I know life isn't fair, but it's hard to see him around town seemingly happy and in love when I'm still heartbroken. It's like he skipped over the heart, heart uh, recovery phase after we ended and is living his best life. Any insight into the male brain during breakups would be much appreciated. Also included my Insta handle um, and would love a celeb lookalike from Classic Shelb. Let's do that. Grace, what are your thoughts? Do you have do you I, relate? I have a lot of thoughts, and Please. they relate. So the first thing I'm going to say is she needs to get off social media. Like, block it's, that shit. Like, do not look at their vacation. Do not look at their pictures together, because that's going to... And it's so hard to do. I mean, and she is... I'm bringing up her Instagram right now. She's going to be okay. She's oh, very she's gonna be. She's going to be more uh, than okay. She, she um, has some shots on here. Yeah, she's going to be fine. She's definitely doing some hot girl summer stuff on oh, her own. She's having the hottest girl summer. She's also very much trying to show this guy that she's doing just okay, too. Some of these pictures are what you would I'm say. I'm not worried about her. Yeah, she is putting some pictures up specifically for <laughs> him. Uh, the bathing suit yeah. shot. She she's, looks like, uh, what was the girl in the last season of The Bachelor who said she'd never kissed or had sex with a guy oh, oh what is that girl was her name rachel shit. no what was her name uh, this is gonna bother the fuck out of google heather the- heather heather never never been kissed it was always in the caption yeah she does look like hold on bring her up um yeah but with like nicer more natural hair it's like a nice dirty blonde heather bachelor never been kissed they've got that same like smile and dimples yeah this is uh Oh my God, Shelby, hit that button! Yeah. Classic Shelb nails another one, right? Classic yeah. Shelb nails another one. So if you Google Heather Bachelor, never been kissed, she'll come up. They know who she is. They'll know. I mean, this girl is very cute. She's gonna be fine. She's got a head, head tilt. She does the same one in every picture. <laughs> um, so what do you? I mean, I what is. What do you have? You been in this situation where you watch a guy kind of float off with another boat? I have, and I watched all of it, and then I also watched that relationship end very quickly because it was a rebound. But he looked so happy all over social media. I was doing the thing. I was stalking. I was looking at it. I was looking at her friends' accounts. I was looking at her account. It was not a good habit. The other, the thing I want to say though is that in every breakup situation that I've seen. The woman generally like needs to go out and find herself and be independent and like have fun with her girlfriends and kind of do her own thing and be alone. And the guy always, this is just my experience and my friend's experience. The guy usually gets into a relationship right away. Yeah. And it doesn't always last, but I find that like guys who are like relationship kind of guys generally don't want to be alone and like to move on rather quickly. There's two things at play that she's not going to like to hear, but I'm going to tell her that I, th- 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 I... This is what makes you you, Jared. This is what makes me me. I, I, there's two things going on. 
She says the hardest breakups are the ones that are supposedly because of circumstance. Mm-hmm. Uh, because everything gets blamed on the circumstance and nothing gets blamed on the relationship. That's the easiest thing to do, though. It, but it's the easiest thing to do right away, the hardest thing in the long term. So it's like junk food. You're never going to be full from that solution. So it's it's so with them, they say, oh, we can't. He, he makes this hard. He gives this hard rule. You either move with me or we're done. Mm hmm. He knew when he said that to you, you couldn't move with him. He knew you weren't going to move with him. I think he had his foot out the door before. I think he was. He saw the the move as an excuse and a a good reason because what happens a lot of times, and I'm not saying, I'm not defending men for lying, but let me give the other side, the other perspective is like women after a breakup, they want reasons. And there's never a good reason. What's the reason going to be? What's the reason that you go, oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, please. Okay. I guess we're done now. (laughs) You know, like, and so. Because people can argue with you and make it this drawn out thing. If you just have this really clear cut thing and that's your thing. You're done. It's like how you rip the bandaid off. Exactly. So the clear cut thing for him is to go, I'm moving 3,000 miles away. You do the math. And then they go, well, you're right. And it's like, then it becomes oh, both of us are still hot and, 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 and someone, someone would want. And it's like, that's true even if the person looks at you and goes, fuck you, I'm done, I don't want to be with you anymore. So it's true both when you break up because of distance and when you break up because there's been hatred, the same thing is true. This isn't the match. And the, you know what I just said, going back to that. So I... That's the first thing. So she's really bent out of shape because he already dealt with the idea of you guys breaking up before he even moved. He had so he's had a lead on you. So when you're saying, "Oh, how could he not?" He's not on the same schedule as you. He's not on the same heartbreak schedule. Not saying he's as heartbroken as you or ever has been, but I'm saying he's dealt with it very little by little. Right now, getting back to her question. Can really guys get breakups over so fast? That's answering that question. Was he actually not down for long distance? I don't I don't think he was ever down for this relationship. I think if you would said, I'm moving, he would have been like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, there's also these other things wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He would have been like, well, also, we're going to have to live in, a, in, in an inferno. Mm-hmm. Do you want to like... <laughs> like we're gonna have to live and and there's gonna be no bed you know like and it's like oh i don't know if i want that and it's like a lot of times guys and not guys but just whoever's looking to end it will i've try done to, that you find the easy thing that is the deal breaker the easiest thing and and then you try to let the other person come to the decision that we decided mm-hmm so and then so then she goes, uh, I know life isn't fair, but he has to see him around. I, I think you got to unsubscribe. What you said is right. You got to unsubscribe. Get it's, off it's, of that. It's time. And that's nothing against him. It's not saying you wish him badly. It's saying that you wish yourself better. So to say like because a lot of times we'll go, why would you unsubscribe? Why would you unfollow me? Because it didn't make me feel good seeing you. That's uh, and and that's, that's a fine answer. You you convinced me, Jared, yeah. when you came on my podcast to unfollow my ex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember that. Yeah, and, and it, it wasn't because I had any bad feelings about him. It was just seeing his new life made me feel bad. Absolutely, and it's one of those things where it's like, if you know, it's like having a mess in your room. 
like you step over the mess, you step over the mess, and you're like, ah, and then you get used to the mess. And then you make your life around that mess. You start sleeping next to the pile of laundry. Yeah. And you go, this is fine. And then the day you clean out the laundry, you go, I should have done this months ago. And that's the same with following an ex. Yes. And listen, I am a guy who also have moved on from, I've done the move where you move from one relationship to the next. I've, I've had that in my history and I've had the one where I stayed single for a year. It has nothing to do, it's not a comparison of you versus the next person in any way. So I know it's easy for me to say and hard to take, but I'm just saying in my experience, it's never been that way. Um, I, I think also the idea that like, he is going to, I wouldn't think that their relationship is as good as it looks. What you're saying is correct. I think and, when things are like really exaggerated on social media, it's often sometimes a sign of overcompensating for something. Absolutely. I, it, not yeah. always. Yeah, not no, always. I agree with but that. But those couples that are constantly like, love I you, mean, babe. Look at like, her profile. She's doing Hot Girl Summer. She is having and, Hot Girl Summer. But we also watched, read her email and we're like, a little bit of us are like, yeah, you're putting up these pictures because you want to get back at them a little bit. You want to show that you're having fun too. Totally. You want to, and then that's a mask for feeling upset yourself. So not to say her pictures aren't beautiful or great, but we do understand like there's a, after hearing the story and seeing the pictures, we're like, oh, we get it. Yeah. So I, I think the other thing is this guy, when you get out of a relationship, there's a void and the penis void in that case is you're like, oh, I got to, you know, oh, um, I got to fill this with someone. And then you meet a girl and you go, she's back in California. You're like, well, I'll make it happen because commitment. Here's the other thing. With you moving and with your relationship, it had to end. So <laughs> it had to either go forward and get more serious, move in together in a new city, or it ends. This one, he gets to start the bus way back at the beginning of relationship road. It's yeah, you can't compare the two. So you can't compare the two. Totally different things. They'll get to a year from now and she'll go, Well, when are we moving? And I'll go, You want to move three thousand miles? And the same thing's gonna happen. So, but also I'm saying this to make you feel better, but I'm also saying this, get out of their life. That's not gonna help you. Block him. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at I might gmail. Put the whole dick- <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't really go, but okay. Uh, we're sponsored people. Woo! Someone sent me a picture of their new Rothy's. Rothy's has been a sponsor here for a little bit. Um, I gave them to my mom. She loves them because they're good-looking shoes that don't have to be worn to, like, a formal event. Like, it's the type of shoe. It's an, it's a tweener. Mm-hmm. Like, what am I going to wear to CVS? What am I going to wear to, you know, to go to work in? What am I going to wear? You know, what am I going to wear for those in-between moments that I don't want to look like a slob, but I don't want to look like I'm trying too hard? And Rothy's is the answer to this. This girl sent me the picture. She goes, I got my Rothy's. And they look great. Like, they, And they have different styles, and they're insanely comfortable and machine washable. And you can put hard. them in the dishwasher, too. You can put them in the dishwasher? So this is, like, huge. And it's the answer to your shoe worries. You won't take them off. 
Uh, Roth is the everyday flat for the life on the go. Stylish, classic, comfortable. They come in four styles, the flat, the point, the loafer, and the sneaker. The they, point are the best ones. The point are the best. I think that's the one that she sent me. Yeah, they're super cute. Stop wearing socks and slides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No yeah. socks. No, no socks with these. These look good. Yeah. Also, They're made out of recycled materials, Jared. Recycled materials. 85% of sh- shoes end up in lo- landfills. Not Rothy's. When you're done, instead of throwing your shoes away, you send them back and uh, to Rothy's for free. They're recycled into, into outsoles for the new shoe. That's great. That's really cool. So not only helping the planet, but you're also helping yourself by making yourself look a little bit better. So check out all the amazing styles available right now. You have them, so you they look good. They're great. So there we go. Check out the amazing styles available right now at rothys.com slash JTrain. Go to rothys.com slash JTrain, R-O-T-H-Y-S.com slash JTrain to get your new favorite flats, comfort style, sustainability. These are the shoes that you've been waiting for. Head to rothys.com slash JTrain today. Rothys, be comfortable and Cute. Let's do some more emails. Grace Atwood at Grace Atwood on Instagram. Go follow. Go support. Um, I know someone is cheating, but in or but out. Guys, haven't been listening for long, but I was won over by uh, the Bachelorette stories. Oh, I thought you meant are we butting in? I get it. No, okay. Okay. Have been listening for long, but uh, was won over by your Bachelorette stories, and now I'm binging and loving this podcast, telling friends and tagging bitches. Thank you. That's what it's all about. My my friend's sister, age 23, I think, was in a relationship with this guy for a couple years. Let's call him Adam. I'm guessing they were pretty serious because they were planning on buying a house and both had been actively saving up money together for their deposit. But then a little over a year ago, she started getting closer with a guy she worked with. Let's call him Paul. My friend's sister. Okay, so this isn't her friend. This I'm just is, getting all the. She's got. She's butting in too much. I think already. Yeah, I'm like <laughs> we're sentence yeah. in. Yeah, I'm not paying attention to what my friend's siblings are doing. Yeah, but continue. I don't know specifics, but I believe she went to a concert with Paul and hooked up a couple times with Paul whilst still dating Adam. After that, she quickly ended things with Adam and started dating Paul instead. But after a month or so into dating Paul, she got back together with Adam without telling him about Paul. Also, don't didn't tell Paul about Adam. Okay. This, this is a lot. This is a lot. So I'm getting stressed. She dated Adam, cheated with Paul, broke up for Paul, then goes back to Adam, doesn't tell both Either, the guys about okay. each other. I'm following, but it's I'm a following. lot. She basically picked up with Adam where they left off and has been seeing both guys ever since. She often goes on trips and holidays with Paul, and it sounds like she's resumed her, her saving for a house with Adam. She's also now lying to her parents and siblings because about it because everyone is pissed that she's been cheating on these two guys now for a year, but also they don't want to get involved because they don't feel like it's their place to tell. After pressure from my friend, her sister, about six months ago, she came clean to Adam that there was another guy. The only thing is she said there was another guy past tense and made it sound like there was a guy she dated while... Uh, They were split up, and she still had the fact that she was cheating. So she didn't actually come clean at all. Adam was cool with what she told him. He didn't want to hear any details about it, so she left it there. So I know this whole situation has nothing to do with me. I've never met either of the guys she's with, and I don't know uh, the the sister very well at all. I just hear about it all through my friends, so what I'd like to know is should I continue to keep quiet about it like everyone else? Yes! Yes! 
Do you think that these guys should have find out? Should my friend and her family be the ones to get involved? Since one of the biggest reasons I'm staying out of it is because I don't want to betray my friend's confidence since she confided me with all this information. I honestly don't believe she's ever going to tell the truth. I think the only way this will end is if she slips up and gets caught in a lie, but she seems to be pretty good at lying. So this uh, could potentially go on for years. There's no way that these guys aren't going to get hurt at some point when this all uh, comes to a messy end, but she's wasted too much time already. What do you guys think? Butt in, butt out. Also, sign out, which I'm sure you know is coming. I'd love a celebrity look alike. It's <laughs> <This has> become... <laughs> Shelby, you've developed quite a talent. Here are her pictures. Shelby needs to make a business out of this. Right? So what do you think? Butt in or butt out? Absolutely butt out. This is not for you to get involved in. I would yeah. say it's maybe time to get some new hobbies. I don't mean that in a bad way, but this is not any of your business. It I sucks. Do, I, I, I hate to make this a gender thing, but I, I, I can't think of any man who would... I, I feel like this is like... Some women like like love the see drama and they're like... Oh, I got to run to the drama. And it's like, I why can't we live in a world? I live in a world where if so I live in a one headphone off world, okay? I do too. I'll take off one headphone to listen to your drama, but that's as far as I'm going. I'm not going to turn around and go, "Can you speak up so I yeah. can hear the fight?" Here's my opinion on yeah, this yeah, situation. No. I'm staying out, but I'll listen. Yeah, no. Stay out. Stay out. If something doesn't affect you, don't I let mean, it affect you. This, this could lead to like, let's say a year from now, there's a murder because of this whole thing. Is she like, are they all like at fault? Like, I, I like they're all letting this happen, she seems to claim. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I don't like, know what the response. I hope there's no murder is. because She'll of this. Of, I hope so too. She'll feel impending guilt. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And she looks like. Who does she look like? Selma Blair. Oh, okay. I think the Selma Blair is from the glasses one. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I, I see it. I see what you're talking and about. And then a little of the Waterboy crush. Actress. I mean, you really lead on this Waterboy crush guy. Uh, she uh, has a varied look. She has a look. So I, I'll say to her butt out. Um, also, who are you? Here's what you have to think. Okay, when you're going to come to them, they're going to go, you should, here's how you butt in. If you really feel a responsibility, you say to your friend, hey, I'm not going to listen to this anymore. If you don't say anything to them, you're, I, I, I'm judging you now because you're closer. You have to judge down the line. The only person you know is the friend who's the, who has the sister. Yeah. You say to the friend, the best you can do is to the friend is you, anytime she brings it up, you go, Hey, I, I don't want to hear this. You should have said something to your sister. You should be a better sister. You should tell her that she's lying to two men and making them, you know, whatever. Yeah. That's as far as your butt in should go. You can go to the family member, but not no. none of this. You can go to your friend. It, it, think of life like a game of telephone. You have your can connected to one friend. You can't jump over to the other cans, yes. okay? You talk to this friend. You go... <laughs> I'm not listening to this. I don't think it's fun to talk about this anymore because what happens in these situations with the cheating and the drama and all this, this is a juicy story. Of course. What happens is everyone loves a juicy story. Everyone wants to take a bite. Everyone wants to take a sip. You need to let her know, hey, I'm not eating this steak anymore. I, 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 I think this has gone too far. Now, I've said my piece. 
You do with it as you may, but the more you talk to me about it, the more I think that you get off to this. Mm-hmm. And it's tough to me to be friends with you. That's as far as you can go. Yes. If I'm going to be rational and think about this out loud. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Let's keep doing some more. Um, Wedding etiquette. Okay, I love these. I feel Ooh, like you're the weddings right per- are like a real um, tricky situation. Tricky, but I feel like you're the right person to go to for etiquette. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know. You, have, I don't know about my etiquette. A, a, <laughs> I feel like there's, there's okay. you have class that can be related to the audience. I hope my boyfriend and I have been together uh, for over two, just over two years. We're a month from moving in together. At this point, he knows all my friends quite well. We're going to a handful of my friends' wedding this year. I'm a bridesmaid in two of them. He's obviously coming with. I've been covering the accommodations for both of us since they're technically the weddings of my friends. This usually includes a room for a few nights and, in some cases, all the food and alcohol for the weekend and a perk for the wedding party, as, as a perk for the wedding party. Um, but it's really starting to add up. He doesn't really have as nearly as many friends getting married this year, so the favor isn't exactly being returned. What's the protocol? Should he be splitting these costs with me? Or am I doing the right thing and should I and I should just continue to eat this cost? All the weddings are within driving distance, so we aren't uh, there aren't additional travel costs and we make about the same amount of money. What do you think? I love this question because it's very real. Uh, she has a right to ask it. But there's, you know, with 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 natures with with matters of money, it's always uncomfortable. It's always uncomfortable. But I really think that because these are your friends, mm. and you're also then taking up his weekend schedule. Like I'm, yeah. I'm sure he wants to spend his weekends with you. Don't get me wrong. Sure. But I, they're your friends, and they're your friends' weddings. And if yeah. it's posing a financial hardship for you, don't go to all of these weddings. Yeah, I, I, you, these. This is the cost of admission to the wedding. Yeah. And sometimes you can go, this is one I can do on my own. Mm-hmm. That's another, You. there are choices you can make down the line that make this cheaper for you. Hey, you're invited with a plus one as your boyfriend. Okay. Hey, this is kind of like a half friend. I know I have to go to the wedding, but this is one you can sit out for. Also, if you're invited, you know, if his name is on the invitation, that changes things for me. That's a split cost. See, I don't think so. I think. Okay. Well, I don't know. I think that there's I'm, more. There's. I'm not saying there's it's split. definitely gray area. Sure. But in my opinion, if they're your specific friends, which mm-hmm. after two years of dating, things get like kind of melded, and you bit. have shared friends. I just don't think. I also think weddings are a huge pain in the ass to go to. Like if, if you're the if you're the plus one, like I went. And it's okay to say no. It's okay to go on your own. Yeah. It's okay. What we all have to realize is we all turn into huge narcissists when it comes to weddings. We're like, well, if I don't show up, how will the band play? And it's like, no, 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 no. no the band's going to be okay. Nana's going to dance whether you're yeah. there or not. So I do understand, the, but I do understand because I've been there where I'm like, oh, how could I not go to you know, Joe Blow's wedding. And it's like, yeah, Joe Blow, you haven't spoken to in three years. So that's the it's thing. okay. Um, I agree with you, though, where... I just don't feel right about... I wouldn't feel right asking my significant other to... To pay for to the pay. wedding that you're invited to. I'm, I'm likely dragging him to. <laughs> yeah, when you're dragging him to. I'm with you. I think you buck up. You take the cost. I think you be okay with not having him at all the weddings. Yeah, or not going to all of the weddings. Not going to all of them. And then 
I would also think there's a difference between... Also, the, the other thing you can't do is go, well, you have three friends and I have 20 friends. Okay, no, that's not his problem. Yeah. Maybe everyone, you could have three friends and still be a sociable person. You could have 20 friends and be an unsociable person. Uh-huh. So to do this math of like, well, he has no weddings, that's not where it should come down. There's also a difference between saying, I got the hotel, hey, I want you to come. I got the hotel, I got the car, and then him going, let me let me pay for the dinner. You know what I mean? Like if he's so you have to start separating out like there's a moment on the you know, or him going, Do you want snacks at the gas station? Yeah. Like these are things that you can judge him as a boyfriend versus a you know, versus the wedding guy. You know, like those are different stories. So if you're saying, Well, he doesn't pay for a single fucking thing and doesn't offer anything and he's kind of a bad wedding date, well, you have a relationship That's problem. That's a bigger problem. Yeah. But I do I wouldn't if it was me and I was the guy who was getting invited along to all these weddings, mm. I would make sure to pick up dinner or like do something nice because I know my partner was paying for all this stuff. Yeah. But um, I just don't think that you can ask them to like pitch in towards the gift or the hotel room or all of that stuff because it's your friend. I'm with you. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Let's do. We got time for one more. I think we got time. one more email. Let's do this. How honest is too honest? Ooh, I like this one. Jared, thanks for the great podcast. I listen to J-Train you up every day on the way to work. Thank you. I met a guy on a dating app who is six years older than me. He's 26, or I'm 26, he's 32. On the second date, he made some comments somewhere uh, Somewhere he bought, brought up his ex. Another was about how he loved being single, and then the last being that I'm so young, I could have two more boyfriends before getting married. I did not provoke these. I promise. I thought these <laughs> comments were odds, especially on a dinner date. So I asked him, hey, just curious. We did meet on a dating app and you did ask me out twice, but you made a comment about loving being single. Are you looking for anything on the app? And he responds, I'm really just looking to meet, meet people, but nothing serious. I love that answer. I'm looking to meet He's people. Honest. I'm looking to meet people. Yeah, meet people. Yeah, yeah. This is, that's his way of not saying I'm here to fuck. Yeah. And, and I. Then why aren't you on Bumble BFF too? Yeah. yeah well, yeah. <laughs> maybe he is. Don't you want to meet? So, how many guys have you met? Yeah. We hung out longer. Uh, we hung out longer and went back to his place. But when things were getting intimate, I knew that I wanted to look for something serious while he wanted to be casual. So, I told him that and he reiterated that, reiterated that he wasn't looking, he was not looking for anything serious. I respect him for being honest and I'm not upset, nor do I think anything badly of him. My question is, how honest is too honest about looking for something serious being mentioned in on, the, on the date? I was really trying to get to know the guy on the second date, but when I heard his comments, I could, couldn't help but ask. And then, he, and then also be honest about what I wanted since I knew we were on a different page. Was this the best way to handle the situation? We never went on again. Thanks. What do you think? I think she handled it perfectly. I, I think agree. he showed her who he is mm-hmm. and she had the option to keep going with that or not. And I think that I th- I heard this on another podcast somewhere. It might have been one of yours mm. where someone was like, how can I avoid doing this again? I think you just have to get out there and date and date and date. Yeah. And you can't tell from an app whether someone is going to be serious or not. The solution of the dating app is also its problem. Mm-hmm. More people more interactions that means more disappointment more dumping more meeting the wrong person at the wrong time 
This is all just all you've done is poured kerosene on the fire of relationship with these apps. So I think she kind of lucked out with this one because it like totally agree. It just saved her. I think this get him out of here. Get him out of here. Get out of here. This is a great email because it's one of those unspoken things. I like it because we're both sitting here like we're both sitting here reading this going. Yeah, that's what happens. Yeah, that it's, there's that's nothing, happened to me before, like plenty yeah, of times. Yeah, and and also, good for both of you. Mm-hmm. Good for you going, and and also guys say things that girls girls sometimes because I and I'm saying this, I don't mean to generalize, but I get the emails, I read the emails, I get the emails, and I, so I have a good, you know, cross study. I have a good sampling of people. Well, a lot of times girls will be like, well, he he said goodbye to me and he drove me home. And then they'll try to ignore these details where he's going, you could have two boyfriends by the time we <laughs> by the time you get married. Like, yeah. like they'll subtly ignore. Yeah, don't ignore that stuff. No. He's he's, he's sending you a message. <laughs> and and what women will do a lot is because I, I just read in these emails, they'll be like, So we slept over and he woke up and he like he like looked me in the eye and he like, and then he like drove me home and it's like, what did you expect? How low is the bar guy? Yeah. And it's like, well then, but it's like, what did you expect that because you guys had sex on date one that he's going to go uh, like spit on you on his way out the door? Like goodbye whore. Yeah. And like, what do you think is going to happen? And then in this situation where the woman who wrote in, I like her a lot. She, she, she looked at something. She goes, it was a see something, say something moment. Yeah. You saw something and you didn't lose good because you spoke up. You lost not the match because you spoke up. Absolutely. You lost you gained time. You, you didn't lose time. a person. Exactly. And 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 two nice people can walk away from a date still being nice people. Exactly. And respectful. you just want different things. This to me. You're in it. You did it. You felt it. You look the other way. You go. I'm out. And see. And we. You know. If you if you live in New York City, they say if you're on the train, see something, say something. It's the same thing for dates. You are not. And this this question gets posed a lot in different ways on this show, where it's like, will I scare him away? Did I do the wrong thing? There's no wrong in this. Everyone knows how to act like a good person and act like the right person. The wrong is is going against your own standards. Your standard, you're sitting there being like, well, my standard is that I'm going to be taken out. We're going to be serious about this. And and I do understand when someone's like, well, what are you looking for? They're like, well, why don't guys just say I want to fuck? It's like, yeah, because we have moms too. Yeah. You know, like, like, what do you expect? We're not all animals. We're not the animals you read about online. Notice how the online, the things that happen online, this is the other thing. Notice the world online isn't like the world you see every day. Yes. It's the same with dating. So when you're sitting there going like all these fuck boys and all these guys are just trying for sex. It's like, yeah, online they'd speak like that because you're getting a front row seat of what a locker room has looked like for the beginning of time, since the beginning of time. Welcome to the, welcome to the show. Yeah. In person, you're going to get, yeah, well, I'm kind of looking, you know, to have fun. And I'm looking to you know maybe meet a few people and looking to be a little casual and you're and they're not, and you're gonna you're gonna have to be an adult and go 
Uh, that that to me means he wants to fuck around and not yeah. get in a relationship. And that's up to you. And that doesn't make him a bad person. Not at least at he's being honest with you. I feel like I would rather go out with the guy who says that than the guy that like is is like lies because there's that too. Like abs. If he had looked at you and gone, of course I want. Here's the other answer, guys. Give a lot. Of course I want a relationship. Just not know, with you. I don't know when. Yeah. And it's like that answer is even more, you know, like like yeah. Uh, underhanded because you're saying relationship you're saying of course who knows maybe this could be the one it's like he didn't do that yeah and that's even like a level of douche that's right under this but not the douchiest you know it's like but this is this is all like you have to have some responsibility and that's why i love this email from her because she's like yeah i saw it and i called it out and i was responsible for myself jtrainpodcast at gmail.com jtrainpodcast at gmail.com grace thank you so much for coming on oh my gosh thanks for having me you were awesome this was great fantastic at grace atwood on instagram the blog is called the stripe the podcast is called bad on paper every wednesday add it to your queue shelby thank you for popping on thanks for having me at classic shelb on twitter and instagram I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Tuesday and Friday, Sacramento and Chicago. Go to jaredfreed.com. Get those tickets. I'm coming to your town. We'll be back next episode. Boom.